0: This is Samia Bano with Make Change Fun and Easy, podcast to help you create massive positive change in your life and the world. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, sasirkal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, and buna. So good to be with you and I'm so happy I have with me a very special guest today. Her name is Sam Stewart and Sam is a transformational life coach with a specialization in manifestation, which is one of my favorite topics these days actually. So I'm so excited to have you with us, Sam. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Sam, I'll ask you to jump right in and tell us more about who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah, so I do life coaching, but I really specialised in manifestation. I just find the whole concept of being able to mold our lives and receive and request what we want into life, like amazing.
0: Mm. I think so, too. And just for people who might not be familiar with the idea of manifestation, how do you, uh, is there anything else that you would like to share about what manifestation means? So
1: manifestation really is turning your thoughts on a basic line. It's turning your thoughts into what you want to receive into life and asking the universe to deliver that. Some people find it a bit woo woo, you know, and think um, it's a bit far out there. But once you get down to the basics of it and, you know, learn more about it, you see that it Mm. it really does correspond with life. I mean, we're all born, you know, with the ability to have the life we want.
0: Very cool. And so when you say we are born with the ability To have the life that we want i mean for a lot of people that's not the reality of their lives they don't think that's possible or true because that's not been their experience why is that
1: i think a lot of times like every baby's born with you know confidence and self-belief that they're the center of the universe if they cry they get you know cuddled or fed or changed and then it's as we get older and we start to process information um and given a lot of bad processing bad information that we store up and so our concept of what we deserve changes
0: mm. interesting so wow so if our concept of what we deserve changes and what we see and experience in our life changes
1: yeah basically it's down to bad programming Uh so when you change the programming inside the mind you can change the life you have it's like um if a teacher forever calls a student stupid that student might start thinking they're stupid Mm -hmm. which is not the case maybe it's just a teacher that didn't like them or it can be many influences you know siblings peers parents grandparents you know um cousins aunties uncles lollipop ladies you know anybody and everything influences children as they're growing up and children have no filter so you know they're just sponges they're taking it all in and then they start to process things you know between like over the age of seven you know um, they keep saying I'm shy so I best not speak or they say I I chat too much so I better not You know, I'm not going to speak so much. And, you know, we start labeling children and then you take on this identity.
0: Mm. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And, you know, from my understanding of all of this, the perspective that you're sharing, I'm with with you on that. I'm on board. And I, I have um, this understanding that you know we have our physical world and then we also have a spiritual world and a lot of what you are referring to when it comes to manifestation and how it works and so forth we're really talking about how the spiritual universe functions and when we can better understand that then we can really better understand manifestation and how to allow Manifestation to occur, or how we can utilize manifestation, uh, almost like a tool in our in our life. So, uh, I know that one thing that you're really awesome at is teaching people about the spiritual universe and the laws of the spiritual universe. Tell me more about that, please. Yeah, no
1: problem. So, depend on what google app you have you can have anywhere from 5 to 21 universal spiritual laws um but you don't need to learn all of them they do actually overlap so you might hear somebody say a law of rhythm and you think oh well isn't that a bit like the law of magnetism you know so they do interlap with each other and most people have heard of the law of attraction because it had such a good PA, you know, and the secret came out and everyone was, you know, crazy for it. And it was the bee's knees and, but the problem is there's a lot more and you need to learn a couple of the laws, at least five, I would say, you know, or just hear of them even, you know, so that you can be a bit more mindful of them. Um, Because the law of attraction won't work by itself. It's not created that way. You know, you do need to integrate some of the other laws in with it to really truly manifest what you want.
0: Right. So so just as a quick reminder for if someone's not familiar with the law of attraction, what is the law of attraction? So the law of attraction is using your thoughts
1: to attract what you want into your life. Mm. So at its basic level, you could say what you think is what you get. Mm. But, you know, you can take a teenage boy and their thoughts and they definitely don't get them and we wouldn't want them to get them, you know. So the fact we have, I don't know, over 60,000 thoughts a day that we're not conscious of, um, it's the conscious thought pattern. Mm. So it's a conscious thought to have that release into feelings and that feeling is what you want to manifest. But the law of attraction also has a yin and yang to it. So Mm. if you're positive and consciously making thoughts and trying to manifest into your life, but the other half of the day, you're thinking of your bank balance is overdrawn, you have such lack in your life, then you're attracting that. So, you know, you can't have both. You have to have it one way or the other.
0: Mm. the consistency in in the thoughts that you're having is important
1: yeah i mean we all have bad thoughts everyone's entitled to but as long as you recognize a thought as being a thought and if it's not a thought you want then to push it aside and just you can't say to your thoughts no not today or not right now i'll deal with you later and you don't have to suppress it but you can just say you know you're not needed right now you know i'm i'm thinking on these lines you know i'm thinking more happy and positive and you can continue on doing that
0: Cool. So what other what can you share with us another law that we can use to support the law of attraction?
1: Yeah, so a really good law and a law that not many people think of is a law of action. Mm. So people often think, you know, it's happy thoughts and being all positive poly and just being this nice person, and which is great. It's a, a good way of living. But if you're actually wanting to attract something, so say if you want to attract a soulmate, but you sit in the house 24 seven, you know, not a lot's gonna happen with that. You know, you have to make some sort of productive action so the universe knows that it is actually what you want. It's not just a thought, it's not just a a whimsical idea. Um, So it's taking some sort of positive action and steps like, If you hate your job and you want a new one, are you actively looking for a new job? Because a job won't just appear to you. You know, if you want that promotion, are you proving to your boss that you're worthy of the promotion? You know, if you if you want to manifest, you know, something into your life, it could be curtains, carpets, you know, anything in the house. It doesn't have to be anything extreme. You know, are you putting that out into the universe? If you want new clothes, are you emptying your wardrobe and making room for new clothes? You know, the universe has always got your back and it's always willing to meet you halfway, but you have to meet the universe halfway. Mm -hmm. So the law of action really is, I think, one of the, the best laws
0: yeah, and I, I know like one of the things that I've been learning about in the law of action is that of course we do what we can um, and it's important to do what we can with with what we have and at the same time, a lot of times what actually ends up solving the problem for us is something very different than what we had in imagine so, it, yeah, yeah. or yeah, really thought like yeah. you know for example if we, uh, I was thinking about um, if you're looking at the example of you, know, you want a new job and so you do what you can to find a new job by putting in applications here and there but it might not be one of the applications that you actually submit that gets you that new job that you want the new job might land yeah. in your lap through some other means. Um, but if you weren't going through that process of looking for the job, that other opportunity that landed in your lap through that seemingly different way would not have happened either. Because, yeah. Yeah. So, it's so then also another thing that um, sort of uh, came to me while you were sharing. Was that earlier we were talking about the consistency of your thoughts? So, in in some ways, right now you're saying not only do your thoughts have to be consistent, but your actions have to also be consistent with the thoughts that you're trying to manifest.
1: Yeah, it's like um somebody who wants to lose weight, for instance, but you know, eats the wrong food, binge watches and sits on the sofa all day. But, you know, they're saying, oh, I'm manifesting this new body. I'm manifesting muscles. I'm manifesting, you know, losing weight. And to a certain extent, if you're really, really good on your thought process, you, it can help you a little. But realistically, you need the action.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I hear you. And
1: I think you need clarity as well. sometimes people get lost in the clarity they're just like oh I want to be rich I want money I want you know uh, this 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 and this but you wouldn't go to a restaurant or a fast food place and just say can I have a burger you know you have to be a lot more clear what do you want on the burger do you want fries do you want fruit with that do you want a drink do you want to supersize it do you you know it's a lot more you know down the line you have to have a lot more clarity otherwise the universe might give you what you've asked for, but it's
0: definitely not what you wanted. I hear you on that. One of my teachers um, shares this sort of funny story of um, manifestation, they were like practicing manifestation. And one man, he was like, I want a Lamborghini by lunchtime to just appear yeah. in my life. <laughs> and um, and interestingly, a Lamborghini did appear into his life by lunchtime. So <laughs> he was in a little keychain when he went off to lunch. Um, and he, uh, and he uh, happened to be passing by uh, a gift shop right next to where he was having lunch. And there was this like keychain of a Lamborghini. <laughs> you. oh oh my God, it's the Lamborghini. Yes.
1: Yeah, I think realistic expectations definitely would go with that one.
0: uh, Well, realistic expectations, but also sometimes it seems like the universe has a sense of humor.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I, I mean i would say you know the biggest of your dreams can come true but you can't just ask for them by lunch Mm.
0: (laughs) Uh, so is there another law that you can share with us so far we have had the law of attraction and the law of action that we've talked about um any other laws
1: yeah i like this one the law of paradoxical intent Mm. or delicate balance it's sometimes known as so it's finding balance in all areas of your life Mm. so law of attraction and all the universal laws work on frequencies and anything you want to bring into your life has to have the same frequency as you so you want to vibrate as high as you can So the balance, you need to find the balance. You can't be, like I said earlier, up and down, up and down or anything. Um, So, but showing appreciation, showing gratitude. So in the morning when you wake up, you know, you can appreciate the day, you can appreciate what's gonna happen that day. And you can always keep a a gratitude diary and show your gratitude at night. So you've got your morning and evening balance with that. Um, So it also says, you know, to live an abundant life, you must shift your mind to already living one. And that focuses in on it. Um, because if, like I said earlier, they do cross over. But if you're saying, I want a million pound, I want a million pound. But thinking of you in the bank, you know, internally, you have to have that balance to externally ask for things. Um, so often you need to do some self-work and some mindset work you know, to, to balance everything out. Um, and as long as, you know, all areas of your life don't have to be equilateral, you know, you might put more effort into your exercise and you do your meditation. But as long as it's balanced and you're well-rounded, you know, you'll find that things come easier. Like some people might put too much time in at work. And they ignore their wife and kids at home, and mm. things, and that's just not any kind of balance. Yes, they might have more money, but they're not happier. They're not abundant, you know. They're they're rich and sad usually, mm. or frustrated, you know, and
0: negative things come with that. Mm. Yeah, you know, when you were just sharing, one thing that came to my mind was actually. Uh, in my own experience, like I I realized when I was first starting my coaching training practice um, as a happiness expert, I remember right before I started my practice, I had spent a lot of time studying and developing uh, my mental, emotional health and growing spiritually and so forth. And because of all that work that I had done on, on, on myself, uh, on learning and growing, I was feeling in a really high uh, vibration. And you know, I was a really energetically very high vibration. And that is actually part of what allowed me to dream, big dreams for my life and you know, uh, motivated me to actually launch into this pathway of being a happiness expert and helping other people in this way. And, I, and then I remember as I, I began, the, began the work, um, of course, there was a lot of work that needed to be done. And there's a whole new set of things that I had to learn in the context of the managing the business side and building up the business side of my of my practice and I got so busy with all this work that I sort of started to lose balance in terms of um, you know not being able to spend enough time on my own self-care like I was starting to not sleep as much because I was like oh there aren't enough hours in the day (laughs) to get all the work done and then before I knew it I wasn't meditating as much every day because I was like, oh, it's too much work to do to spend three hours in meditation. And, you know, it just kind of uh, before I knew it, went off balance, balance. exactly. And that for sure then had a huge impact on the results that I was manifesting in my life. Um, And. uh you know, it, it wasn't until I started to feel this sense of like, oh my gosh, there's something wrong. And why isn't this working for me? And why isn't that working for me? And why am I not feeling as awesome and amazing as I'm like um, used to feeling? Uh, and then I was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't been taking good care of myself. I've been ignoring this part of my life and that part of my life. I've been out of balance. And so to then make that effort to come back to balance, and as I did that, whoa, then things started to improve again.
1: Yeah, I mean, people don't realize. I mean, sometimes if you want any sort of mindset course and everything, they'll always use Donald Trump as an example of, you know he gets what he wants but that's because he has a knowing a faith you know so granted not everyone has to be balanced and positive and nice to get what you want but it's a much nicer life if you do Mm. you know to find the the balance of work life home Mm. you know is so much nicer
0: yeah yeah, and just because, you know, you're manifesting in a certain area of your life doesn't mean that all other areas of your life are somehow perfect or, you know, whatever. It, it could be that you're great at manifesting in a certain context, but you're not so great at manifesting in another context because you, you, you're really maybe focused and congruent in your thoughts and actions, for example, in one area but you don't have that consistency in, in, in another area of your life.
1: Yeah. And that usually stems from, you know, starting to manifest the smaller things in life mm-hmm. and realizing, you know, you might think, Oh, I'd love some flowers and, mm-hmm. you know, unbeknownst to you, somebody sent them and they arrived today and you're used to getting a lot of, you know, of the little things, or maybe you yeah. want to be taken out for lunch, or you, know, mm-hmm. you know, but, And you have faith you have complete faith that this will happen just like when you sit in that restaurant you order your meal you have faith that this meal will be cooked and delivered to you but the problem is people want sometimes like i say you know the bigger things cars houses money but they don't have faith that they can have it and they don't truly believe they deserve it you Mm. know so it's hard to manifest from a place of non-deserving
0: yeah when you talk about having faith, what does that really mean to you? Like, do you have it? Um, I ask this question because my sister uh, happens to be uh, a coach and trainer and healer, also, and she actually specializes in helping people connect more deeply with their faith, and she has this like whole um, sort of. Uh, her own very interesting way of understanding faith and talking about faith and all that and I was just curious about how you understand faith like what's the like do you have a definition or something
1: I think for me having faith is just having a knowing that whatever you desire and as long as it's a true desire Mm -hmm. that it will happen and Mm -hmm. if it doesn't having the faith and the knowing that it wasn't meant for me and that's something that something is there waiting uh,
0: and so wow the the so this knowing what's the source of the knowing like on um, what how do you know um like do you yeah
1: yeah it's like i said it's like sitting down for a meal ordering it and knowing it's going to come you don't sit down order a meal and think oh I hope it comes oh I wonder if it will come you know maybe they won't make it you know you, you sit down for a meal and you you know you've ordered it you're going to get it yeah. and if it doesn't arrive in time you know you'd speak to the waiter and move it along you know and you can do that you can ask the, the universe to move things al- along for you if things aren't happening fast enough um but it's just annoying it's having A strong desire, a pure intention. I mean, you desire to eat that food and you know it's coming. And by the time, you know, the waiter's on his way and you're seeing him, you know, you're starting to um, salivate and, you know, it's coming. And it's kind of the same thing. It's that knowing, you know. Mm. So, yes, you're going to have slight anticipation because it's exciting, you know, when you're trying to manifest new things into your life. But if it's your pure desire, then it won't ever pass you by.
0: Hmm. Does it have anything to do with like having faith is, does it have anything to do with experience? I mean, for example, in the scenario of having faith that when you order something at a restaurant, the food will come. Um, I mean that we, we learned to trust in that because we have had so many experiences of going to a restaurant and ordering food and having it, you know, be delivered to us uh, soon thereafter. Um, so, is, 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 uh, but what if you didn't have that experience? Like if you went to the restaurant and sometimes food got delivered to you, sometimes food didn't get delivered to you, you know, um, would that, mean that you'd have less faith, um, you know? Yes, I
1: I certainly think you'd have less faith, um, but you wouldn't keep going back to that restaurant for, you know, for it. But I think that's why people need facilitators and coaches because, you know, it's the same as if the first time you went to a restaurant was with your parents, they knew that food was coming and therefore they taught you and showed you that that food was coming the same way as a coach or facilitator can, you know, tell you that as long as you have faith, they know you will get what you want. As long as you follow, you know, universal laws um, and have faith that you will get what you desire, as long as it's a true desire, it does have to be, you know, your heart's desire. Like I said, it can't be, oh, I wanted to be a millionaire, but I'm not worthy is not a true desire it's the you know it's like an equation you know as long as you add all the little small parts and put the equal sign you know and the equal is you know the car the house or the flowers or the meal out or whatever it is you have to you know to get to that end point you do have to do a little bit of work you can't just wish and hope
0: Mm. that's a thank you for sharing that and I I have lots more questions to ask and just keeping my eye on the clock I want to make sure we have the opportunity to learn at least one or two other laws from you today Um, since you mentioned that would be really helpful for people to maybe know around five so what's a fourth law that you might be able to share with us
1: well as i've just mentioned having pure desire so the law of pure desire or unwavering desire Mm -hmm. so if you ever feel like the law of attraction isn't working for you like i say it doesn't you know on its own it doesn't work it could be time to sit down with your journal and actually journal what it is you truly truly desire you might you might think you want a big house and loads of money and you know the lamborghini <clears throat> excuse me but when it comes down to it what you really want is maybe some financial freedom you know you, you want to spend more time with your family and your dogs you know you want that extra holiday a year and that's actually what you truly truly desire you know you might think or at first thought but if you keep you know so at the top of your list you might have money oh why do you want money you know and you keep going why 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 and usually it's feeling. Everything comes down to that feeling. So the feeling is peace, maybe, you know, is that, is that what people want, peace? Or it could be the the feeling of freedom, that, that feeling of sense of security, you know, is that what you, you know. So once you get it down to its basics, you realise that, you know, being a billionaire isn't, be on and end-all, and that you'd be really quite happy with a little cottage by the sea, walking the dog every day, you know, living your best life. It doesn't have to be all bells and whistles. Mm. And so the law of pure desire is finding out what your pure desire is, you know, and getting down to the nitty-gritty of it. Um, and that way, you'll actually receive it into your life a lot quicker and faster than you thought.
0: Mm. Ah, oh, so it's sort of also connected with that um, that idea of being more clear in your life about what it is that you really want, like you've been mentioning before.
1: Mm. Yeah, because I think people get, you know, sometimes a bit confused and think, oh gosh, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to ask for this, 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 and this, and I want this, 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 and this, and when they get down to the nitty-gritty, they possibly wouldn't even be happy you know if they had a bigger house with the pool you know and it it could be hundreds of miles from their friends you know and they found themselves in a big house dead lonely and it's not what they wanted right. you know they, they would have rather had you know a nice little house you know where friends could visit but that maybe that was next to a nature trail that they could walk on and you know hug mm. a tree nothing wrong with hugging a tree you know and the and and the peace that can come with that is just far greater than having a mansion and you know an empty mansion if you like with nobody visiting
0: yeah that's yeah thank you for sharing that example that makes a lot of sense to me and is there a fifth law that you can share with us right now yeah what um a lovely little law is
1: the law of magnetism Mm. so it's as you can imagine magnets so like i said they do over cross each other but they do have their 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 own potency Mm. um so it's when you understand that everything vibrates at a level and you can have it so that attraction is like two magnets coming together and not all magnets will go together you know you have the the south and the, the north and some just are opposites so if you're trying to get something in your life with that's a polar opposite to yourself then you can't attract it you know you, you are drawn to certain people when you start a job you're drawn to certain people and um, at a party when you walk in a room you know you can assess the room and you think oh i, I want to talk to them them or them they seem interesting and when naturally drawn and it's it's like a magnet so we're actually drawn to people on our vibration, our magnetism. And that's why sometimes we have sometimes people come into your life they might stay weak a year, you know, not long, and they're there for a reason. And maybe your vibrations raised higher than them and you're on to you know a new set of friends or attraction. Or maybe theirs went higher than yours and they have somewhere else to be. So I think a lot of this combined in with sometimes people think oh gosh you know that friend only was in my life a year but Mm. maybe because you then took two different paths and you know the the magnet connection was broken and i do feel that people come into your life for a reason and once that reason's fulfilled you know they can leave and like i say so the law of magnetism you'll attract you know what you need at the time But then once it's no longer needed, you can release
0: it. Oh, that is so cool. So it's sort of like making me think about the importance of gratitude for what you do have. It's like whatever you have, it's been. I mean, if you think, oh, it's been magnetized into my life, but it's not just magnetized in a random way it's like magnetized into my life because I somehow needed it in my life and so to be grateful for that and um and to maybe recognize um how it's been helpful for you uh so you can be even more appreciative Like, you know, it's like one thing to be generally grateful for. Oh, thank you. I have this and that. But oftentimes I find that if I can identify more specifically how that thing is contributing to my life, what it's helping me learn, what need it's helping me fulfill, then I can be grateful and appreciative at a deeper level.
1: And sometimes the whoever you've you know magnetized into your life sometimes it's a lesson you needed to learn so it's not always they're not always giving you something it's not always a positive thing sometimes you'll attract something negative in and i feel that's because you have to learn that lesson yeah. um, and then once you've learned that lesson you're like gosh i might never have known that if they hadn't came into my life you know so i It's still a positive, and you can always find the positive in it. Sitting next to a stranger on the bus for a Mm. 10 minute conversation. But that can have such an impact on either yourself or them, you know, depending on the conversation I've had. Well, we're in the north of England. We talk to each other on buses as perfect strangers. Um, And I've had many, many a great conversation. And a lot of times it's with um, elderly people, actually. And sometimes I just feel the need of that, the need of that talk, the need to tell somebody, you know, a bit of their history or whatever. So it always makes me feel good as well.
0: Yes, that's beautiful. And I think on that wonderful note, um, we will wrap up for today. Do you have any last things that you want to share with us for right now, Sam? Just keep thinking positive and don't worry when you're negative. Awesome. Okay. So everyone, I hope you really enjoyed our talk today with Sam. Be sure to check the show notes because I will be adding Sam's links in the show notes so that you can connect with her. I'll also drop my show, uh, my <laughs> links in the show notes so you can connect with me if you like. And until we connect next time, I just wish you lots and lots of peace and joy.